questions or both. If you can master the sweet heat. Oh, yeah. buddy. Oh, buddy. I hope you're ready for me to shit all over this album. <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of good things to say about it. Really? Yeah, I don't. I wasn't a huge fan. Um, I, I get why you like it, um, and I get why you're into it, but it's certainly not my cup of tea. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm definitely interested. <laughs> but that's why when I. I tried really hard to find positive things to say, and I could find some good good nuggets in, in each song, but yeah, it's just not my my cup of tea. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I don't want to. It's not bad. No, it's it just, it never it never bugs me because I know we have like completely different things we like about music. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I'm I'm excited to hear why, 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 <laughs> why, why. why? Hey guys, and welcome to Off the Beaten Clef. This week, we are doing Greatest Hits 2, This Time It's Personal, the EP from 2021 by Highway Sniper. Yes, God, indeed. that's a lot that's of words. A lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into it. guys like i mentioned we're doing greatest hits 2 this time it's personal the ep from 2021 by highway sniper yes indeed that was about a full podcast reading that that whole title (laughs) and we'll see you next week (laughs) that was it thanks thanks for listening (laughs) um so yeah this is something i discovered uh in between our little hiatus and I originally, I think I said on the last episode that I was going to do Mother Folk's new EP. I was really excited about it, but then I found this through happenstance, and it's it's a, a side project that I was really, really excited about. So uh, I, I hit an audible, as I tend to do, and I sent it to Kevin last minute, and here we are. Uh, it's a five-song EP that's about ten minutes long, yeah. which is, is perfect for us because we're trying to like plan ahead. We're trying to... Uh, crank out some episodes as we go into the holidays that way we're not having too big of lulls and uh, i thought this was a perfect ep to kind of be a dichotomy of what i picked last time last uh, the last couple times i've picked albums it's been like chill or like experimental and different and this is just like it's different in a different way yeah, man, this is definitely different for sure. I mean, it's it's a it's a definite switch up from what we have been doing, which is again, like you said, is more experimental, more laid back. And uh, I'll just hop in right into my opening thoughts here. And uh, first of all, it's an incredible name for an EP and a band. I mean, I love the the playing on the greatest hits. Uh, this time, it's personal. It's pretty funny. Uh, it's just to play on like the because I think their first album is just called Greatest Hits, and it's like. Uh, Sniper Crosshairs is the album cover, and then this one is, uh, it's a, what is it? It's like a, a depiction of troops, like, being basically, like, firebombed, it looked like, or, like, yeah. maybe an IDP on the side of the, or, what is it? Um, 
Yeah. IED, that's what I meant. IDP is something completely different. That's an individual development plan. And it almost looks like they're in Vietnam. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I feel like, I mean, in the first song, it feels, it sounds like the last guy that's on that intro is from, is talking about Vietnam. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also Highway Sniper, that could be, they're from Cleveland, so that could be a reference to the Columbus Highway Sniper, which I imagine it is. Um, and it fits the kind of nihilistic views of this, this, uh, this side project, I guess you want to call it. This is a side project, right? Yes. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's a you pulled the hard turn on me. This is a completely different thing than I was expecting with Motherfolk, um, and it's 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 sonically brutal. That's kind of how I'll describe it. It is it it kicks you in the face and never stops kicking you in the face for ten minutes. It's it is a curb stomp of an EP for sure. And uh, we'll get we'll get into more of how I actually feel about that a little bit here uh, as we get into the album. But it's definitely it's definitely something different, something new, and something it's it's oddly refreshing from all the stuff we've been doing because it is so much different. I think that's why I was so excited about it. Was I. I've been listening to like bands that I've been listening to for a long time. So to hear a side project that is just like, it's a passion project. Like this is unabashedly just hardcore punk. And it's the hardest hardcore punk I've heard. I would even, I would even say it, it's only punk for like one of these songs. Most of the time it's just hardcore. And that's awesome. Like yeah. to find, I, I know all these guys have like their other bands, but to find this band because I was a fan of Heart Attack Man yeah. and the guitarist is Heart Attack Man. I think he does some vocals. And just to hear them like go for something and just like go for it all the way. And a lot of times like big bands, they want to experiment. They don't want to do the same thing twice. But to hear a passion project that is just like exactly what I was looking for, I was so excited to find this. I think I think that's the artistic coolness of a side project is it's all guys doing things like it feels like side projects are always things they can't do in their other band because they want to make money. So it's going to be avant-garde and very, very often and very different from what you're used to from any said artist in in any given side project that you know from another place. So it's it's cool to hear like artists just kind of go for what they want, like you were talking about, um, regardless of whether it is uh, something you enjoy listening to or not. It's still kind of cool to experience a different side of artists that you are familiar with in a side project. Yeah. And I think you texted me about this cause we, I didn't give you a lot of time to prepare for it. No, not really. And you texted me this morning and we kind of talked about it briefly before we were like, you know what? We need to save this. Yeah. I think it's the same way we started doing this podcast. And I think that's why I identify yeah. with side, side projects, passion projects. You know, we did another pot. We did two other podcasts together before yep. we settled on, something that is super niche and it's probably hard for people to, to tag along for because we're showing new music every week and we hate being shown new music. <laughs> so we're expecting people to listen along to new music every week in the same way. Like this is just like, if you are a fan of heart attack, man, you might not like this. You, pr you probably won't like this, but I feel it's like just this like, is, a, this is super niche. There's, there's probably a large portion of an audience that won't like this, but I think, I don't think that's the point. Yeah. So, I'm, and it's, it's cool to like, I, I don't really identify with all the stuff they're talking about, yeah. but nihilism is always fun. It's always brutal. And like the anti-war stuff is like, it's very rem reminiscent of other like hard rock bands. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm ready to get into it if you're ready. Yeah, let's go. Number one for you. Number one, intro slash war. 
Um, it starts with uh, this guy talking about how he can vote for the president, but he can't get approved for an apartment. And it's easier for a pedophile to get an apartment before him because he has a drug charge. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he says. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get kind of what I would describe as doom metal, even though I'm not very familiar yeah, with it. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, yes, 100%. I, I had the same exact note. And I think uh, this opening track kind of gives you an indication that these this band is going to be very political and it's like political rock um that's very heavily influenced from like the descendants rage against the machine all those big bands that like weren't afraid to speak their mind so this side project is like maybe they don't feel like they can talk about their political thoughts um and this is just like a very extreme version of that yeah i mean a lot of this stuff is borderline treasonous what they're saying like it's <laughs> it's talking about like killing political figures and a lot and like a couple of these songs so uh, this one is just more like the the bed is more of a spoken word. I think the last guy is talking about how he used, or it might be the same guy, um, talking about how he used drugs to get over the pains of war. And um, he wants to kill everyone that's involved with him being drafted into the war. Yeah, exactly. Like everybody that had anything to do with him going to war needs to die. And it's it that's a that's a it's a good tone setter for what the band actually talks about, whether or not you can understand them. Um, I actually did look up the lyrics for all these songs because again, it's five you songs. You found them? Yes, I did. I couldn't find it. It was on their actual website. Um, you okay. had to go to their actual website and click on the songs individually. Um, it's a lot of it's pretty brutal. Um, but yeah, no, this is this is <laughs> this might be my favorite track on this on this album. Really? I think. Well, yeah, because it's a, it's a good doom metal chug. It's like that classic palm mute and then open note chug is just it's got to get my head banging every single time there's just it's 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 not something you can control it's something that happens naturally um so yeah it's just i mean it's a cool little heavy track to open the ep um that is going to be the best thing i have to say about the cp for a while at least sonically um as we move into track number two new terrorists uh, it's something completely different, and this is the absolute definition of hardcore music. It's the absence of melody, the absence of harmonies. It's just a wall of noise and angry, angry young men. That's what that's what this song is. It's loud, it's brash, and it's almost unintelligible. Um, it's not something I typically enjoy because it just kind of sounds like an unfinished demo. I talk about like production quality all the time, and hardcore music, is it's almost impossible for it to sound polished because it's not supposed to sound polished. And that's okay because that's what they're going for. They're going for um, the tone more than the actual like sonic pleasure of listening to the song. They want you to know how angry they are and how they want to rage against whatever's going on here. Um, this is an anti Kamala Harris song, I believe. Really? Yeah. It's it's if you look at some of the lyrics, it talks about how it's like anti Joe Biden, anti Kamala Harris. It talks about how she joins up with Joe um, to like lock up. Because he wants to lock up black people and shit like that. It's it's crazy. Um, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's I, I had no idea because the lyrics are completely unintelligible. They are. Like you cannot you cannot discern them while you're listening. Uh, it's really I think it's really more about the destruction of the black family um, structure, which is a good a good thing to talk about. But the way they do it in this song is very jarring. Um, it's 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 a, it's for shock value certainly, and yeah. that doesn't stop with the lyrics as we go along here. I wish I'd have wrote them, written them down now since you didn't have them. I just I just banked on you having them. Um, but yeah, no, they weren't on Genius for sure. It was only their first EP. But uh, yeah, if you went to their actual website, so if you're if you're curious after listening to this, and Dill for sure, you if you want to go look them up after this, they're they're there are they're very fucked up for sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna add the uh, the the website 
Yes. So that people can click on the link and yeah, for sure. listen along if they want. Or read along if they want. Um, is that all you had for New Terrace? Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly would. I went the way I took my notes is I would read. I would pause the song. I would read the lyrics and I would respond to the lyrics, and then I would listen to the song and take notes sonically. And mm-hmm. sonically, it's just a wall of noise. It's just it's like getting repeatedly punched in the face. This this kind of takes me back to like my introduction to like metalcore was like the brutaler the better. Yeah, and I don't know if that's the right way to say that but like it reminds me of like the way i felt the first time i listened to bring me the horizon was like i can't listen to this with anyone else and i kind of love it for that like i can't wait to work out to this it's got my heart rate up i'm ready to do whatever and um it's because of the tempo and i think the tempo here is just like it's hard it's hardcore punk but it's like like you said, it's harder than hardcore punk. Yeah, it's 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 just hardcore. It's again, it's the absence of melody. Because even like Bring Me the Horizon, they're pretty melodic. I mean, mm-hmm. they're they're heavy as shit, but they're they're melodic for sure. Um, I actually like. I'll, I've actually listened to some of their stuff recently, and I actually really like it. So I might actually go into and I'll do a little deep dive on them because I never really listened to them they're until those, recently. They're one of those bands that started out like super super heavy metal. And they just like slowly transitioned into like more of a more pop band. And that's fine. And it's it's cool because every album is different. It's yeah. like a slow progression. And I stopped listening, I think, around That's the Spirit because that was getting too yeah. like radio rock for me. Yeah, and that's the same thing Metallica did. Like they, they went their first three, four albums were, were pretty good thrash metal, like really good thrash metal. And uh, then they did the, um, some say it started with a black album, but I think it started with with Load and Reload, and they're just super radio-friendly, kind of poopy rock. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it took them like 20 years to make another really good metal album. So you never know. They might come back around and just back to their roots and because they'll get tired of people saying that they're just a pop band. You know what I mean? So you never know. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's talk about the band yeah. at, <laughs> at hand here. But I, th- I think it kind of goes hand in hand because I, I love this screamer. Um, he does a he he does a really good job of like mixing up his screams. It's not like the same tone the whole time, and it's it's difficult to do at this tempo. Yeah. If you're trying to like scream rap, I, I it's it's got to be some form harder than screaming because at that tempo it's so hard. Um, but he he throws in some like guttural screams, um, and the drum is synced up so cool, and then it comes up with like uh, fry screams. And it's just, it's cool because I haven't kept up with hardcore music. Yeah. And this kind of got me back into the the deep dive. And there's been some other bands that have come out with albums. So I think um, I'm going to try and pepper them in. I think we do a good job of like switching up genres. But um, yeah. Uh, there's a line that says, when all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Yeah. And then uh, they switch to like a halftime breakdown. Yeah. And... I about threw a fist through a wall the first time I heard that. I was so fucking pumped on it. And that's like the only discernible lyric I got this whole uh, EP. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, The rest of what I had was basically I couldn't find the lyrics on the internet. Yeah. So um, I don't really understand the context uh, on the little sound they use on the outro. Was that Kamala Harris? I don't remember. I don't. And like I said, I've only listened to it twice. I listened okay. to it once and then I did my notes listen. So okay. I'm not really sure. Okay. Well, we'll just go right into Rudy then. Yeah. Um, uh, Rudy is uh, more of like a pop punk intro. Yeah. Uh, and 
it almost makes you think like, oh, maybe this isn't going to. Yep. Yeah, we're back to screaming. Yep, it's... And uh, the drummer went the fuck off in yeah. this song. Um, it's it's an upbeat tempo. Um, he times up some like double kicks without slowing momentum. And like he catches his he catches his break right back in. And it's like, holy cow. Uh, I don't know if you're a fan of it, but I was like. It like took a fast tempo and made it even faster. Yeah. Like added a sense of urgency. But we slow it down around the one minute mark, and I think it's much needed. Yeah, it's almost halfway through, exactly halfway through the EP, and I think slowing it down and stepping it down to halftime and leaving us like with this feeling of hopelessness and anger to end the song was a really cool and like almost needed. Yeah, like not even five minutes in, but we're like, dude, we need a breather. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. and it's my favorite song on the EP. Yeah, Rudy's. no, it's it's uh, this is an anti-Rudy Giuliani song. If you couldn't tell by the title, um, it's about how Rudy Giuliani is like dying, and he's an how he's a piece of shit, and uh, uh, it's fucked up, man. There's this, <laughs> the lyrics are so fucked up about this, uh, and they really, I mean, they talk about how he deserves to die, and they can't wait for it, and how he deserves to be, you know, feel it, what it like, what it's like to die alone. Um, and ba- basically it's a whole, it's an indictment of baby boomers as well. Um, it's, it's crazy. Um, it's much more listenable than the last track. I still am not a huge fan of it. Um, none of, I wouldn't, I, w- I don't think I'll ever listen to this album again, but this, this track is much more listenable than the last track. Um, it's, it's just too comically angry for me. And I think, I wish I wouldn't have looked up the lyrics first and just listened to it all the way through. When I was doing my notes, listen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would have felt a little bit differently about it. I don't think if I, I don't think it would have changed my overall feeling about the album. But I think reading the lyrics and seeing how cringy some of them could be to me, like political and angry nihilism, is just kind of goofy to me. Like nihilism can be interesting and fun if it's, you know, introspective and, uh, you know, productive. This is just angry. I fucking hate everybody in government and I hate, uh, America and, uh, everything is fucked. And that's, that's fine if that's how you want to feel and that they certainly portray that through the emotion of this EP. And like I said, it's not, it's not bad. It's just not my cup of tea. Um, and like there is, there's some good, there's some redeeming shit in each one of these songs. Like you talk about when they slow down, like I really like that. And they do that in pretty much every song. There's a little bit of a slowdown in each song. I'm like, Oh, okay they can do melody like they can actually like play a s- actual song structure instead of just a wall of noise and um but yeah it's just the angry nihilism just was it was too goofy for me to care about i was into it <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what they're saying but i was yeah man i think reading the lyrics is is illuminating to what's going on here mm-hmm. for sure um and i think it's important to know what they're saying even though they're saying they're singing it in a way where you can't tell what they're saying <laughs> yeah so it kind of informs the music that they're playing for sure um are you ready to move on mm-hmm. all right so uh letter bomb to the new york post is, is number four just uh, directly on that there's no guessing what this one's about it's about sending a letter bomb to the new york post that's that's literally what the lyrics are about um it's more of the same sonically it's a lot of um brutality for sure um but there are some some lines that i really like that i think are fu- not funny but they're just good um one of which is bad news for the bad news, which is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a pipe bomb would be bad news um, for the bad news organization. Um, toast the post, Kampai New York roast. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's, it's like literally they're they're committing. This is these could be con- considered terroristic threats. It's like this. a manifesto. 
Yeah, it kind of is. It's it's crazy, man. Um, I, I mean, I don't think anybody's taking it seriously, but I think they kind of are. I think this is their outlet for their most extreme political feelings. Yeah, and I think that's like the the anger behind the music I can identify with because I was playing it um, before you came over um, for my wife and she was like, I would never picture you listening to this music and yeah. like being into it. And I think it's like, Besides the shock value, I think there's something to be said about like having an outlet for your anger yeah. that you can't necessarily show otherwise. Like, yeah. Sometimes music is the best way for that. It's like, I'm so angry. The only thing I can do is like put these songs to paper. Yeah. And I talk about that all the time, right? It's like, I listen to angry music, so I'm not angry anymore. Um, this is a little too angry for me, but um... it's so extreme that like it makes your extreme anger feel like. Like, oh, shit, well, I'm not as angry as these guys. I'm not going to send a pipe home to the, the New yeah, York Post. Yeah, you know? exactly. I, mean, I think some of the, like, the Compi New York roast, like, that made me giggle a little bit. Um, there's also a line that says, you get what you deserve. And I want to believe that isn't from the Joker, but... You get what you fucking deserve. Yeah, I think it's from the Joker. It might be. Which is super cringe. Um, but um, the outro breakdown is fucking awesome. I love, love, love that that part, and it's it's it really the back the last half of this song, and then into the last song are pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I'd give them a chef kiss, but it's not really worth a chef's kiss. It's so more of like lo- a you like about three and a half minutes out of ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's not a waste. Not bad. You that's, know, you know that's a that'll get you in the the Hall of Fame if you. And I really like, I really like the first song too. Like it's so it's even more than that. It's probably half of the actual music in this album. I I like. Yeah, the other part I tolerate barely. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, no, it's it's not. It, I, I want to feel. I want you to feel like I fucking hated this. Like I told you, I did. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I didn't take it as you hate it. Like you always come with good criticism. I just don't get it. It's it's. I don't understand um, the point of this music. Listening to it anyway, because I understand the point of making it. Um, but for me. I just like hearing melody and I like hearing harmony and I like hearing actual music theory at work. And, um, this just, it, it, the, by the very nature of the hardcoreness of this, it tosses all that to the side for pure emotion and that's fine. Um, but it's the same reason I don't like a lot of contemporary classical cause it's going for a mood rather than an actual like pleasurable sonic experience. It's like impressionism, um, in art. Mm-hmm. It's like, this isn't classically beautiful, but I'm really going, they're really going trying to paint an emotion, not necessarily a, a, a nice scene. So if you're into it, this is, this is something and you can appreciate it. It's something that is probably really high grade. It's just not for me. Yeah. Yeah. The, the last song took it easy on us, uh, slowing it down for the latter half, but this song did not take a breath until that sick breakdown. Yep. And I love, I've been, I think it's, it's cool that we've been paying attention to the bass more. Yeah. Um, because that little bass riff right before the breakdown yeah, so is good. like, dum, bum, 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 bum. and then the guitar is like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> it's like, tune, it, it's obviously like, I, I don't know tunes of guitars, but a tune D, I would imagine. Drop tuned, D, sure. Yeah. I, I, I imagine it's tuned down. And that halftime breakdown was just like so cool. And then it just like abruptly ends the song. Yeah. I thought that was a really cool touch. And Jesus, I keep hitting this thing with my laptop. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Tommy yelled at me for doing it a few weeks ago. I right. did it like four times. So <laughs> it'd be like that. Uh, so track number five, fuck the Joneses. Yes, sir. I wrote out the entire um, little 30 second interlude. Yeah. Um, 
there's like <laughs> this guy handing a kid a gun and telling him to shoot his parents yeah. because they're full of shit. What are you doing? I'm reading. Didn't your parents tell you reading is bullshit? <laughs> Our books are bullshit. Um, you pull this back, pull the trigger, use it on your parents because they're full of shit, then use it on yourself last. Now yeah. grab it and get out of here. Yeah. I Googled it. I could not find what that was from. I'd imagine a movie. Yeah. About nihilism. Yeah. Just going out of limb. But um, yeah, this is the most angry song we've had so far, which makes sense. It's the pinnacle of it's the last song. It's the last we're going to hear from them for now. Um, all the vocals are layered with guttural and fry screams. And I think it adds to a really cool sound. It's almost like they were perfecting this the sound for this. Uh, and this for this being their second EP, I can really respect how the vocals sync with the rest of the band. It's almost like they're using the vocals as an instrument. Yeah. Like these could be instrumental songs yeah. using the 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 screams as as an instrument. Yeah. And um, at the one thirty mark, the song goes instrumental with like a slow ambient guitar yeah. that reminds me of Bring Me the Horizon. There's an album. Uh, there's a hell. Uh, believe me, I I've seen it. There's a heaven. Let's keep it a secret. Big long album name, but they have guitars tuned almost exactly like this yeah. that are like ambient and almost like leaving you with like this feeling of dread. And um, I really like that the EP ends with those ambient sounds, and we're kind of left to just kind of assess the damage that's been yeah. that's been wrecked upon us for ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I misspoke earlier. This is the song about boomers fucking everything up and deserving to die alone. So, uh, <laughs> um, it's this is an opulent, opulent two fifty four runtime. <laughs> it's it's yeah. almost three minutes, which is crazy. Everything up to this point has been less than two or right at two. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think you said uh, everything I wanted to say there. So the outro is a bit of uh, peace. Uh, that's out of place, but it's not unwelcome for sure. I think I needed it, and I think it kind of made me feel a lot better after listening to this album. Um, for the two times that I did get to listen to it, um, this that serenity of the last minute was just a mercy that I wasn't expecting, but it was definitely deserved. After what I did, what we did, what everybody that listens to this album um, should and has earned <laughs> so um it's it's just really it's it's interesting it's an interesting way to end an album again it's, a, it's an intentional closer i think and i think um yeah it's good i mean i this is probably I, I wrote this is probably my favorite song in the album because i would actually listen to it again <laughs> so it, it doesn't sound like a like a the rest of the no the EP. it's 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 entirely different and uh i think that that opening made me laugh it actually made me laugh so um they, they they won the back over with with actual like funny nihilism and like everything is shit here here's a kid here's a gun go shoot yourself and your family for making like, like telling you to read a book what a fucking idiot i i wasn't surprised by it because heart attack man is the same guy that yeah. wrote old old enough to die yep. which shit. telling like a 10 year old to die or something yeah know? and i saw a post on their twitter because i wanted to i looked i went and looked at their twitter page just to see if they're at, they this was a joke if they were just being satirists or if they actually felt this way and i feel like they actually feel this way like there was not a whole lot of satire on the page but somebody made a post where like those two these those two songs had the exact same energy and that's that's why yeah yeah um let's get into closing thoughts I'll let you go first. Uh, yeah. So uh, I will never listen to this album again. I think I've talked about that. Um, but um, 
there's good shit in here. It's just not for me. And I think I'd be fine with it if, if it was a satire. Then I would be able to kind of look at it through a different lens. But I think the cringiness of somebody taking politics this seriously and being this upset about it. I mean, there's nothing. I don't know. I, I, get, I get being angry about it. And I get wanting to release that rage in, a, in an EP. That's what EPs and side projects are for, right? We've already talked about that. But for me as a listener... It's not something I, I give enough a shit about. Like, if I felt the same way, sure, I would absolutely fucking eat this up. And again, I think if I didn't read the lyrics, I might like this a little better, too. I might be less harsh on, like, my overall evaluation. Again, I still don't think I would enjoy it sonically really that much. But I think um, knowing the lyrics makes it a little bit harder for me to really listen to this again. I think, I, I again, like I like it, really like the last song. I would listen to that again. But the other seven minutes of this EP are just too much it's too much for me and and, and i think that's okay um i just like i said i've talked about it before um i i just really like melody too much to really get into hardcore music and i i totally understand why people that like hardcore music like it it's just not for me so i've been slowly moving into hardcore music and it's like the natural evolution because i've always been a, a huge fan of pop punk so i like that tempo so I've always been attracted to more like aggressive pop punk. Yeah. And this was just like the, the natural evolution for me. And I don't really care about the message. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think we kind of flip flopped roles this week. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. But I was looking for something to work out to. And I was laying in I was laying in bed with my wife when I found this and I clicked on it and the first the first song I heard after the like intro, I was like, I'm ready to work out. Yeah. Like I and that. I think any music that moves you in a way like it got me on my feet and it got me to work out. That's that's more than some other music could ever do. Sure. You know? And even if it was a simple task like that, it's a ten song it's a ten minute EP, five songs, and like that's that's a metal track or that's a EDM yeah, track true. from from Ben or a classical song. Yeah. And it has its faults, but it's also a side project, and I think it's fun to have something unabashedly itself. I think it says something that it didn't make me. It ma- didn't make me feel nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To me, if it's music and it makes you feel anything, even if it's something that you don't like and you feel passionate about not liking it, I th- still think that's good music worth worthy of note. Yeah, um, I think that makes any th- any form of art. If it doesn't make you feel anything, then it's not art. It's just shit on a piece of paper or shit in your ear. This made me feel some type of way. And I think that gives it merit and that makes it good music. And I think that is the true test of music. So like a band like Nickelback, they don't really, they just make me feel nothing. It's like, this is soulless, solely for profit music and I hate it. Um, But it doesn't, it doesn't like inspire rage in me or it doesn't inspire like a critical thought like this, like this album did for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, Again, I mean that's the classic band everybody shits on is is Nickelback, but it, it's true. It's like they're not. It's not like they're bad objectively. I mean the music is fine. It's just it's kind of soulless and doesn't make me feel anything. That's kind of why I've always made the joke like Pearl Jam is to Nickelback is to <laughs> Imagine Dragons. They all feel that same like empty vein to me, and that's I think I, we posted on our Instagram. In uh, our Twitter, saying like side projects are better you, than the original. First of all, if, if, if anything's posted and it's a hot take, it's Dylan. It's not me. <laughs> Pretty much, if anything's posted, it's me. But yeah, that's true. You can know that like I'm I'm out for the scolding hot takes. But also, we've done a, we've covered a lot of 
um, side projects lately, yeah. like our, our one from last week, um, this week, and even Still Woozy had like an original indie yeah. band. And so I'm all about the passion projects. I'm about people that are like willing to stick their neck out and do a sound that they want to discover themselves. Yeah, hundred percent. And like I said, I, I think I don't think the guys from this band would be upset hearing my analysis. I mm. think. They would be fine with me not liking it because I, I, th- I don't think the point of them making it was f- for people to like it. I think they were making it for themselves. And like If people like it, it's sick. But if not, we, this is what we wanted to do. So You don't write us a song about sending a pipe bomb to the New York Post <laughs> yeah. and want accessibility and right. want it to be liked. Right. Um, you do it to like get your thoughts out there, and that's yeah. it's almost like we're reading someone's like really fucked up diary. Which yeah, cool it's, it's, a, it's certainly a murder manifesto for sure. Um, I, it, it's something worth noting, like the same way I like no pressure, which mm-hmm. is the story so far as side project. I really like this because I don't know. It just felt like it revitalized other bands like uh heart attack, man. Th- this came out before their new EP and their new EP is like harder. Yeah. And I think that's not an accident that their stuff is, has a little bit more of an edge to yeah. it after making something like this so yeah i think i think contrary to popular belief like side projects are healthy for bands for like main bands because they can like it doesn't lead to the members of the group feeling like they can't do what they want to do it's like hey let's go on hiatus everybody go do their own side shit and we'll come back better i think you can see that with blink 182 they did that i mean obviously it led to some bad blood but i think the album after they after Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, I think the album after that was still really good. And I think it was different and good because they were able to go and grow creatively in a way that the Blink brand was kind of holding them all back from. So um, I think it's always good if you if you just – I think if bands come into it with that attitude, you can always make something good. And I think, again, like Faith No More is a great example of that. Mike Patton has a trillion side projects to go be the weird fucker that he is. And I don't think really any Faith No More album kind of fell off. I mean, there's some that are better than others for sure, but I think they've always made good music um, because they were allowed to go and do their own thing. And Mike Patton was allowed to go make Tomahawk and uh, Peeping Tom and do Mr. Bungle shit and make an album that's literally just him making noises with his mouth for a half an hour and it's one track. It's the the strangest shit I've ever heard in my life. Um, But yeah, no, I think it's healthy. Um, if it's done correctly and, and nobody gets butt hurt because somebody's trying to do something that they like. So, yeah. And that's, I think the same reason I like this and I really like the heart attack man EP. I wanted to talk about it and we'll, we'll probably talk about it in the future, but I just couldn't wait. I couldn't hold my excitement and I'm excited to hear what heart attack man, what uh, this band has to all highway sniper has to offer. And I'm also excited for like n- more, no pressure because they're recording an album news story so far. It's like side projects. I think, remind you why you got into music in the first place yeah. and i've seen like live performances of parker since he's done no pressure he's like in the crowd he's jumping it's like God, yes this is music and like especially after you know everyone hasn't been able to tour for a year and a half two years it's just exciting to to get passion into music again yeah for sure um so let's get into the songs of the show shall we let's do it i'll let you go first all right so my song of the show is satisfaction by benny benassi i shared this on in our group chat the, the other day and i just i for some reason i i know i heard it on i was listening to the bpm station on uh, Sirius, and the remix the recent remix of the song came on i'm like you know what satisfaction is a great fucking song on its own the remix is dope but i wanted i went and listened to the original one in my car and it fucking bumps in the car it's so fucking good Benny benassi is one of those producers that was really big for like 
I don't know. He he was he had I think his, this album came out in 2004. He released his one with Cinema, which is his other big track in like 2011. But there was a big hiatus in between that, so he was only really relevant for little blips on the EDM scale, uh, like soundscape. But what he produced was awesome, and I think he's underrated for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, like this satisfaction is very reminiscent of like Euro trash, um, like warehouse sounds of the 90s but like refined to a point where it's like super listenable and cool to listen to and that's i think that kind of defines benny manassi as an as an artist as well Mm -hmm. he really loves that kind of euro trash sound but like better so (laughs) yeah it's it's like when all those bands we like do like an 80s track yeah it's like i don't like 80s music at all but i like when bands do the 80s sound I mean, EDM really didn't evolve a whole lot until, like, the late, like, after 2012, really. Like, we talked about it before when, like, uh, Tiesto started to change up his sound and, like, people like Avicii hit the hit the scene and really started to change it up quite a bit. So, a lot of it sounded like the 90s up until that point, and I don't know. I really like it. Yeah. <laughs> if it's done well, it's fucking awesome. Uh, my song of the show is My Way by Paris. She has a new song. Of course. It's so sexy, dude. <laughs> it's so fucking cool. Um, what can you say about Paris besides, like, she's just a a, one, a one-headed genius. A one, <laughs> so just a genius. Yeah. A one, she's a one... Oh, she's a one-man wrecking crew. Yes. And a genius. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. But she's so cool. She's probably one of my favorite people in like rock music right mm-hmm. now just because her mind is awesome and also like every song is like i'm gonna sing along to this yeah i don't give yeah i don't get two shits there's a lot to be said for that we've talked about it before like pop isn't pop music isn't bad music if it's done well mm-hmm. so uh so let's talk about your <laughs> album me. for next week yeah um so I've already apologized to Dylan for my album next week multiple times because it's a challenging listen. It's a it's a band that was recommended to me by Spotify. Um, I think because of all of the weird f- like psychedelic funk, jazz, electric stuff I've been listening to recently, uh, I've listened to a lot of twerp, and uh, so I think this was recommended me to me because of that. So it's a band called Thumposaurus, and the album is Thumpiverse. Have you looked up if this is like in the twerp? With, this wouldn't surprise me if it was like a twerp side project. I don't think it is. Okay. Uh, these are guys from, um, they met at USC, like their school of music. Um, twerp is from Nova Scotia, so I'd be gotcha. very shocked if it was the same people. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's a strange, now there is a lot of like similarities in the, the story of their band. Like again, I've another similarity of bands that I've been listening to recently is that they have some weird intergalactic backstory. Yeah, <laughs> and the Thumposaurus is uh, existed on the Earth millions of years ago. Then they left, and now they're back. Kind of the same way Twerp kind of is here to spread good vibes. Thumposaurus is here to spread what they call the thump. Um, so it's 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 a, it's a twelve song album. It's not that long. It's just yeah, it's like forty minutes. I think it's not it, too too terribly long. It's just uh, it's yeah. Thick. We'll talk we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, it's thick because every song is different. And uh, I don't know. I was talking with our buddy Alec about it, and 
it's like they reward you with awesome fucking melodies and harmonies in every song about every minute or so if you can make it through to those parts and yeah. that's what sold me on it was like okay this fucking rocks and i'm like okay all right all right let's get to it again it was like little hits of adrenaline they would hit you with so yeah we'll talk about it more next week but yeah, yeah thumposaurus uh thumpiverse i couldn't ignore a band called thumposaurus and the album's called Thumpiverse. Yes, and the album cover is awesome. It's like a big doodle, but if you look at it, each song is represented somewhere in the. It's cool. It's 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 a cool little it's a cool little project, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. And look at us. We talked about a ten minute album for forty five minutes. That's so. right. Um. So thanks for listening, guys. Uh, check out our songs to the show. Uh, if you have recommendations for a song of the show, send them on Instagram. Uh, it might take a few weeks for them to pop up because uh, we're we're recording a little bit far out, but um. We'd love to talk about your new songs of the show. Yep. Check out our song of the show playlist. Uh, it's got all our previous ones um, from the last couple months. So check it all out. And, yeah. Uh, and if, you're, if you're a Spotify user, I think they dropped your 2021 playlist recently. I don't know. I was trying to look for mine on the way here because I saw a notification about it. But it shows your 2020. That's what it is. And it's getting you ready for 2020. Ah, that's what it is. Okay. Um, but I'm excited for that. Because yes. that means we can do it, uh, a best of yeah. episode. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for that. Uh, So thanks for listening, guys, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.